you can regain your health no matter what for desire backed by faith knows no such word as impossible hi this is your host arjun i'm a functional medicine practitioner and i'm here to motivate uplift and empower you along with sharing proven and practical solutions that will help you regenerate your health so that you can step up to a whole new level of more joy peace success and align with your higher vision welcome back everyone so hope you'll have been having an amazing sunday i have decided to start a series on fat where i'll be coming out with episodes related to fats and oils in particular or basically revolving around them they'll always go by the title the fat frenzy followed by the part like part 1 part 2 part 3 and it's not that i'll be only speaking about fats in the following 5 or 6 episodes rather i'll be launching them here and there like you might just listen to part 2 after maybe another 2 or 3 episodes on some other topics i hope you get the idea all right so in today's episode there'll be a bit of storytelling about how fats were demonized which still pertains today in many societies and then i'll be speaking of how you can get started with consuming fats or in better words reintroducing fats in your diet since we humans have been consuming them since eons and have always been meant to do so it all begins in the 1800s when emperor napoleon 3 offered a prize for a butter substitute that would cost very little and wouldn't rotten extended sea voyages in response to which a chemist named hippolyte mega mori invented margarine using tallow and skim milk with the passage of time margarine did not prove cheap enough since raising cattle is expensive by the 1900s chemists found a much cheaper way out by reinventing margarine using the most cheapest of all options cotton seed after all with the developments of big players in the market since the industrial revolution has sadly seen the minds of men to think of nothing more than profits just like nestle successfully sold its infant formula to mothers in the 1940s claiming it was more perfect than breast milk and this not only continued to happen today but worsened the witness being the ever increasing diseases such as cancer diabetes autoimmune diseases and the list goes on so coming back to cotton seeds these tiny black seeds were a waste product of the cotton plant uh being at the bottom of the food chain with not much use sacks full of them used to lie around and their storage posed a big problem since if left alone they would ferment and make a terrible stink which meant its oil was reacting with oxygen the chemist saw an opportunity and were quick enough to spin the worthless byproduct of the textile industry into huge profits by joining hands with the petroleum companies now since making these oils require the use of hazardous steps and a degree in chemical engineering 
So think twice before you pick up a bottle of cottonseed oil or any other vegetable oil. Moving on, after the World War in the year 1958, a PhD by the name of Dr. Ansel Keys, who had studied saltwater eels, was elected to study the problems of rising heart attacks by the Minnesota Public Health Department who had studied saltwater eels and was elected to study the problem of rising heart attacks. Yeah, just keep that in mind. Surprisingly, the only experience he had in nutrition was when he was asked by the army to design ready-to-eat meals that could be stored for years. Trained in political science, economics, zoology, biostatistics and physiology. This was all new to him. Keyes not just cherry-picked his data, but even used obvious deceptive tactics in his reports. In public, he held animal fats as the culprit, but in his laboratory and human experiments, margarine made from partially hydrogenated vegetable oils, which was almost partially made of trans fats. His actual data show sugar to be more strongly associated with heart disease than saturated fat, but he buried this fact. In fact, France was purposely excluded from the study since the French eat high levels of saturated fat, but somehow have low levels of heart disease. If you'd like to know more, I have placed some links in the show notes. Okay, so... At his first scientific meeting, his statistical work was so sloppy that he was criticized by his peers. Filled with ego and vengeance, he vowed to prove them wrong by saying, I'll show those guys. Although Key's works failed to convince the professional scientists, it did lead the margarine producers to find him since they both worked for a similar cause. It's an open secret that the American Heart Association, like many other organizations, depends on large donations from the oil industry. So it wasn't long before they jumped on the bandwagon with Keys and the margarine producers. They took his sloppy statistics and twisted data and convinced doctors that animal fat was the evil and that margarine made from hydrogenated, hydrogenated vegetable oil is healthy. Within a decade, the scenario changed. Veritable oils and ready-to-eat foods were everywhere. Since margarine contained saturated fat, the food industry got the opening it needed to demonize it and put an anti-saturated fat spin on Key's findings while completely ignoring trans fats. Hence, finally, saturated fat and animal fats were equated completing Key's deception. The result was a result of the snowball effect, which led to the low-fat movement. Though the scenario has pretty much changed today, many are still stuck in this well-laid deception and still continue to follow the mainstream dietary guidelines. But the question is, is it really that healthy and nutritive? Let's have a look. Since the mainstream dietary guidelines mainly preaches a low-fat, carbohydrate-driven food intake 
as we have seen why. The first very obvious but yet ignored fact is how on earth are we supposed to fulfill our body's requirement of fat-soluble vitamins when we are not consuming fats? For sure, we are not just bound to be deficient in the necessary vitamins and minerals but even fall short below the recommended RDA levels. And these RDA levels are, the, are already the bare minimum to avoid diseases. There's surely a huge disconnect between what we are asked to eat and the nutritional requirements we have been told to meet. So, what are we supposed to do? The answer is simple. We shouldn't be afraid of fats, be it butter or olive oil, basically saturated or unsaturated fat. Although, there can be instances where certain measures might need to be taken before starting the consumption of fats, such as in the case of people who have had their gallbladders removed or hepatic biliary congestion. While in rare cases, fats might need to be restricted due to genetic disorders. However, for the rest, consuming good amounts of fats is a necessity. So let's get to the point. How much should one eat? Most of our fats should be saturated and monounsaturated, while some being polyunsaturated. Speaking of polyunsaturated, you need to make it a point to consume omega-3s to keep it in balance with the omega-6s, which isn't that difficult to add on into the diet, being available in good amounts in the fats we eat. You really don't need to consume large amounts of omega-3s though. The omega-3-6 balance is easily achievable. You can look forward to this topic in one of the upcoming parts of the in the series of fats. Okay, well, saturated fats are things like coconut and predominantly animal fat and, and animal-derived products like butter, though it does contain some amounts of mono and polyunsaturated fats as well. That also means you can go for the fatty meats rather than the lean meats. You'd be surprised to know that animal fat is rich in minerals like selenium, magnesium and iodine, which is highly essential for the health of uh, the thyroid gland. Apart from the fat-soluble vitamins like ADE, out of the many interesting fatty acids that we get from animal fats, there is arachidonic acid, which makes up 11% of our brain and even helps you to look young and have a good, strong, sturdy skin along with many more other benefits. Moving on, you can use things like coconut oil, tallow, lard, clarified butter, etc. for cooking. You could top up your veggies with a nice dollop of butter or even include delicious salsas like pesto or romesco. Uh, it's important to take a note of the fact that it's essential to know the source of your foods like animal-derived products and meats. Um, they should come from grass-fed and grass-finished sources while nuts should be mold-free, etc. Additionally, there are other nutritious fat-rich foods like avocados, olives, various seeds like chia, sunflower, etc. which are great for implementing in your diet as well. 
fats not just provide you with the much needed nutrition but provides satiety as well so you can now look forward to enjoying your meals all right so with that we have come to an end of today's episode i hope you'll have an amazing week ahead see you at the next weekend until then be healthy be happy if you need further help and support feel free to join our community on facebook or reddit for a more personalized support you can start by scheduling a free call with me if you find what i do helpful you can also support the show by becoming a patron all links can be found below in the show notes until next time stay healthy stay happy